Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. Uh, this month is our... Have yourself a scary little Christmas. <laughs> Have yourself a scary little Christmas. Let your heart feel fright. Stabbing sounds. <laughs> That's as far as I got with my parody. That's all right. It's perfect. It's very good. Um, so, yep. So this week we are reviewing the 1974 movie Black Christmas. Um, it stars Olivia Hussey, Kenny, uh, Keir Dooley, 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 I'm so if sorry we're mispro- if, if I'm mispronouncing that, that one, which we probably we are, let us know. Yeah. Uh, Margot Kidder, John Saxon, and uh, Marion Walden, I think. Yeah. Mrs. Mack is Marion Waldman. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, this was actually uh, one of the very first slasher movies that started the slasher genre. Yeah, I think so. I saw some on the Wikipedia list that were a little earlier. There, there were like it's, two or three. Is, like two or three yeah. that were before this, but this is one of the ones that was like the quintessential. Like, yeah. like This kind of puts some of those cliches into, into practice. Into the movie, yeah. And, and yeah. some of them will should have gone in the damn basement. Oh, yeah. God, okay. <laughs> Hi, but anyway, um, <laughs> I'm Joss. Are you dumb? <laughs> I'm Joss. <laughs> I'm Nick, the morbid technical choir member who is now making his yearly perverted call. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, we're not doing lines anymore. I know, I just had to say that. Yeah. I'm Kaz. And I'm Dan. And I sang for you. <laughs> that was did, my funny thing for the night. And I did fully work stabbing sounds. <laughs> and Does it count if you make the sounds with your mouth and you just say stabbing? Is that an onomatopoeia? Uh, no, I guess. Onomatopoeia. Is that an onomatopoeia with the sound effects? Words. I, I don't know. He said stabbing sounds, and the only thing I can think of is somebody punching a bowl of like uh, <laughs> potatoes. Um, punching a bowl of potato salad. It, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of, and that's like a wicked inside joke, and nobody in this is going to get it. But that's the only thing I could think of when you said stabbing sounds. So Dick Tripwire Productions. Yeah. Those cluck who like know, a chicken, know. Cluck like a chicken. Cluck like a chicken. Anyway. Now it's like you're laying a giant egg. <laughs> Anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> we watched this movie <laughs> this week, and uh, uh, yeah, um, honestly, the trailer that we put up for this, by the way, is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, George, if you ever watched the, the trailer, yeah. granted, it doesn't really give away much of the movie, but the trailer itself the is The movie doesn't terrifying. give away much of the movie. It's no, yeah. no, it doesn't. No. It's true, it's, but, but it sets up a lot of what ends up becoming... Very classic horror movie tropes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Joss and I are both sitting here the whole time. It's just like, okay, I think it was this guy that did it. It's like, yeah. no, 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 couldn't have done it because this, because this, and this. this. And this. Yeah. It's like, but what about this guy? It's like, yeah. no, he's a creep, but I'm, I don't think he did it. Yeah. I think he's an asshole. I don't like him, but but this, this, and this because and then of course, that, that, and that. After I, after we watched the movie and I actually looked it up and I actually yeah. did some research on it. Um, by the way, the director of this film was the same director who did A Christmas Story, just so you know. Also, no. shit. Yeah. You were like, this looks kind of like the opening to A Christmas Story. Yeah. It kind of is, Holy because it's the same director. Fuck. Also, also <laughs> Baby Geniuses too. Baby Geniuses. So, uh, he did, things have happened. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm not uh, saying he was great. I'm just saying that this is what he did. Yeah. <laughs> things have happened in the intervening years. <laughs> um, but Something uh, else was in his attic. The, this... <laughs> And when this movie first came out, yeah. it um, it got like a lot of mixed reviews yeah. because there wasn't that many types of movies like this out, and the ending ends ambiguously. Yeah. So it's 
when one of those where it was actually surprising, I guess, to a lot of moviegoers. Yeah. They they expected an ending that was Wrap like satisfying, yeah. and it wasn't. There wasn't one. Yeah, an ending well, that um, would uh, spoil the warning, tell you who the killer was. Yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, I'm I, like, she's gonna she's gonna kill the wrong guy, and yeah. and the bad guy's I gonna get away. I honestly don't yeah. think she killed him. Yeah, but that's she I, didn't because the killer got away. Yeah. No, I don't think she killed, uh, killed her boyfriend. boyfriend. Oh, really? really? Yeah, I don't huh. think she killed the boyfriend. Is this just sequel bait? This is supposed to be sequel bait, and it never got a sequel. In fact, the uh, other two movies that have come time. out since then, there have been two remakes, one in 2006 and one that came out last year, which is shite. Right. Don't watch it. Um, yeah. It's shite? But it's, it's, they're both supposed to be like... Um, not really sequels, but sort of like reimaginings with the same plot line. Mm. Except the sequel that came out last year was shite, and yeah. it was yeah. Um, <laughs> they they put they put black magic into it and all sorts of stuff. Where I thought, oh come on, yeah, this movie is kind of frightening in itself because it's supposed to be. It's kind of realistic in yeah. certain points. Yeah. you know it's. And I think it's one of those things like I, when I thought about it like how it was how it was quote unquote remade mm-hmm. and I don't think you could remake it because it's like the Seinfeld principle everything can be resolved with a cell phone yes exactly <laughs> you know and it's just like now they're like where's just my daughter in the past. okay where are you where's the daughter okay but still it's just it's like, like and where's if you were going to remake it then you yeah. would have to set it in the past yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, where, where are these calls coming from star six nine yeah it's like, right. What's everyone's history with the movie? This I had never seen it. Me neither. No, no, no First never, time. never. No. Which is really funny because I've seen yeah. tons of slasher movies. Yeah. Like, Until about two weeks ago, I didn't know it existed. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I knew either. it existed. Yeah. I, I knew it existed. Yeah. I had just never seen it. But yeah. since we decided doing Scary Christmas Month, I was like, this is one I kind of want to see. So. Yeah. It was a good, it was a really good pick, and I'm I'm thinking like a conversation I had with my father in law a while back, mm. like. Like, at the time of this would, like, it didn't seem as scary to me. Like, I braced myself for a little more right. horror. Yeah. But, like, you know, at the time, I, th- I think this was right around when Jaws came out, too. Yeah. Uh, close to it, yeah. Yeah, and how people were, like, they weren't really ready for it, and how Jaws was, like, you know, upheaval, and everybody was in a panic. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the beach. Yeah. It's not just that, but nobody saw anything like that where they showed the gore, where they right. showed everything, and, like... Some of the scenes, like, where you see it, and um, especially the scene where he stabs the blonde chick yep. with asthma, it's like you see the blood. <laughs> she wasn't blonde. So I got, I got a couple. Yeah, she I was actually blonde, got, yeah. yeah. The, the first one, Claire. Claire was blonde. Yeah. No, um, I, I thought you were talking about the, the one with the unicorn? Yeah. Uh, that, that was uh, Margot Kidder. That's Margot Kidder. She's got dark hair. She had oh, dark hair. That's okay. Barb. Yeah. Yeah, but she when she gets stabbed, like, you see the blood come out yes. of her, and it's like I'm like okay. Well, like, there's that, a couple of things. That's probably why this wasn't as big. There's a couple of things with that too. Um, this movie took two things into account, and this is part of the screenplay. Um, they wanted to use the urban legend, uh, the babysitter and the burglar. Where, yeah. You know, the, the calls are coming, the calls from, are coming the from inside the house. Yeah. That was they an urban to, legend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was. I don't know, a slasher movie thing. It was an Herbal Legend first. It was one of those things that you would, a story that you would scare kids with. Um, But another thing, this movie was uh, set and filmed in Canada. And around uh, about a year beforehand, there was actually a mass murder that happened in the town that they filmed it in. Where um, a a young (laughs) man killed his entire family around Christmas time. 
and it was like a bloody massacre. So they kind of took aspects of that and wanted to make this movie, which is why it was written the way it was. Um, It was also based on on a, a book, I believe, but they they. The director took a lot of creativity with it and it kept going in for rewrites to do certain things because they wanted to keep it odd, I guess. They wanted to keep people guessing. Oh, they did a good job, yeah. And they want there's um the other thing I think too is because this was in nineteen seventy four mm. and it kinda brought up some of the technological um difficulties yeah. they had in nineteen seventy four, which is why it makes it a little bit more su- suspenseful. And because we are living where we are, where yeah. technology is literally at the, the tips of our fingers, yeah, we we can't really associate with that. Right. I mean, we grew up in a household that before cell phones, so we knew what it was like when the when the phone company was there if you wanted to trace a number. Right. But you didn't have to wait for the person yeah. to run across an entire room to try to track and see where the signal is coming from triangulate it right. physically to be, to be fair I thought that was su- super cool it was cool. super just neat like watching the mechanical clink 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 oh shit there it goes yeah. just gotta chase it it's like that it's uh, like the scene in the Ministry of Magic in yeah. uh, Harry yeah. Potter where they're like running through yeah. all the prophecies and shit yeah yeah it yeah, is, I agree. It's a good yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely neat. But that's the thing is we're so desensitized to it that yeah. we were like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But them, I can understand people in the theater getting anxious about that because yeah. there was no other way to really tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. as opposed to now, you just click a button. Oh, there it is. Right. Yeah. You oh, go, to your, yeah. go to your recent recent calls. It's just yeah. like, oh, this asshole again. Yeah. The only thing they could really do is if because burner phones exist... Yeah. And you can't really trace a burner phone. It's from track phone. Damn it! <laughs> you can if they get, if you get them long enough. Yes. You can get a generalized signal. Right. You can yeah. find the area, yeah, but you, you won't be able it. to pinpoint exactly where. Yeah, because they did that actually. There was a um, a guy and his nephew that was going on a shooting spree in the D.C. area and was shooting. Yeah. The D.C. snipers. I remember snipers. this. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The D.C. snipers, where they did that and they would shoot, but what they actually tracked them on a burner phone, and he had it on long enough, and they finally found a generalized area, and they found them. Well, that's good. And you know, but you know, this was also I forgot when, but the they they were both nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were both DC nuts. sniper stuff was happening when I was in, yeah, when I was at uh, BCC. So it was yeah. about two thousand about twenty years ago. Almost. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had one of those moments the other day. It's like I've been out of high school for twenty. I've been out of high school for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Well, it's 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 this the it's the global crisis right now. I'm just making yeah, everybody very. Nothing's uh, real. It's all yeah. existentialism. Yeah. yeah, nothing's really real on all this stuff, and it, I I found this like absolutely fascinating with some of, with some of the parts and. Mm. Yeah, I think I think anyone else find the prank call kind of funny. Okay, I did, I did. At first, and then it just got got annoying. Yeah. So the the first like twenty minutes of this movie, it's sort of supposed to be setting up like what's happening and what's going on, but it like okay, I don't know how sororities actually act or how they uh, how they work. Yeah. But I would have liked to be part of this sorority because yeah. it looked like everybody was having a fucking good time. Just yeah. Hanging around, getting drunk. It's getting probably drunk. the most sedate sorority I've right? ever seen. Yeah. yeah. It's only like 
three guys there and a bunch of drunk girls. And poor Jess is like the secretary because she's the only one who answers the goddamn phone. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the girl's got a British accent. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's yeah. not actually British. She's she Argentinian. Yeah, she's from Arge- yeah. Uh, Argentina. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. We, we looked it up because, like, I was trying, I was trying to place her accent because it was, and I was just trying to kind place of around. Her. And she's like, "Why do I know who this is?" And then he brought up the fact that um, Steve Martin apparently was a huge fan of this movie, mm-hmm. and he worked with her um, in. in um, oh shoot! What was it? It was a movie that he worked with her in. And uh, Roxanne. Roxanne. And huh. she, he was like super excited to meet her. And he was like, Oh, you were in one of my you're in one of my favorite movies and she thought it was Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Which she was in <laughs> from nineteen sixty eight. Wait, she played Juliet. Juliet, yeah. Okay. See? There you go. Yep. Okay. I was like, that's why I know her. Yeah. But apparently yeah. that's what it she was thinking. He was like, No, you're in Black Christmas. I've seen it twenty seven times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. So the fa- so that's huh. when I when I finally placed her. I was like, okay, I had to try to differentiate yeah. between like Juliet, who's like this innocent doll, and yeah. this girl who just called her boyfriend up to say, hey, by the way, I'm pregnant and I'm having an abortion. Yeah. 1974. And then and then Shame. the boyfriend and then the boyfriend basically has a mental breakdown. Oh my yeah. god, he that he, dude snaps, man. Ooh, he he is probably one of the most narcissistic people I've seen short of our president. Oops, did yeah, I say that out loud? He, yeah. Uh, Not for much longer. No, but Orange <laughs> Dick, the other side. But he, yeah, there's the scene there where he's like, you know. Well, you know, we're, you know, and it's not really fully disclosed what she said or how they did it, because obviously the conversation's off camera. Yeah. But the, you know, where it's like, well, no, I'm quitting the, I'm quitting the conservatory and we're going to get married. It's like, like, that's a hell of a proposal. A it's like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Right there, bro. Thanks for including me in this decision. Yeah. Uh, and she basically calls him out on it. She basically says, um, yeah. no, uh, I have my life that I want to do. Yeah. And I don't really want to do it with you. Like, right. yeah. she was trying to be nice at first, and yeah. then she was just and like, I don't want to be with you. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's now, it. Yeah. Now, the thing is, getting married does not necessarily stop you from doing the things in your yeah. life that but you want to do. This is 1974. This is 1974, yeah. and the character's, what, maybe early 20s? She's in her, like, I think she's know. in her early 20s. Yeah. He is he is older because he's mm-hmm. been in, in college for eight years. Yeah. I thought Why? I was. I thought I was bad doing the four year plan yeah. at a community college. Yeah, him, him, it must have been some sort of like extended graduate school or something. Or he just really sucked at the other college life thing and just stuck yeah. there strictly supposed for to be, a piano. Or he's supposed to be some kind of piano prodigy, which we didn't couldn't really tell from his recital because he's just kind of slapping the, the keys, keys yeah. like a circus seal. Yeah. Um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, Played better than I could. But um, the, ga- oh. the movie starts off with a bunch of girls getting <laughs> drunk, and um, Margot Kidder says the best line, in my opinion, which is she calls her mother to find out if it's oh, cool God, if yes. they go skiing. Yeah. And if she brings some girls, and she <laughs> she calls her mother, um, you're, you're, uh, you're a gold plated whore, mother. And I was just like, excuse like, me, it's like, what kind of what? relationship is happening here? Right. And then the house mother comes home, and she's fucking and drunk. She's a drunk. Because she drinks. I love this woman, Mrs. Mack. I love Mrs. Mack. I, I love this woman a lot. And then she's trying to like at, at one point when she's trying to block the conservative dad yeah. from, seeing from seeing the peace the sign. The peace sign with she's two people gonna, fucking in yeah. the background. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, holding on to the edge like, a yeah. little bit more. Like, 
No, I swear, she's a good woman. And she, she, she's the a thing good is, girl. She, she was doing what she was supposed to do, which is protecting the girls. Now, granted, yeah. she's allowing the girls to do whatever the fuck they want because guess what? They're adults. Right. Um, you're over eighteen. You're an adult. Pretty yeah. much. And yeah. she, I just, I really liked her, her character. She comes in. They get her this really awful. Like Mumu pajama yeah. set or whatever yeah. that she hates, like but it, she still looks, takes it. It looks comfortable, but my God, that's a seventies color scheme. Yeah. Yes, and I just I like where she's like hiding all the booze. Oh God, this is so like in the tank of the you know, toilet, yeah. tank of the toilet, yeah. you know, a hollowed out book. But it, but it's planned out so well, especially the one with the tank in the toilet, where yes. she's like brushing her teeth and humming and like, oh okay. The minute she more. moves the, the yeah. top of the tank, I'm like, there's alcohol. In yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more. It's like I wouldn't wear this even if I had my liver cut out. Right? Oh, oh that was great. That entire scene was great. But um, during this whole like get together party thing, um, they're getting crank phone calls. Yeah. And at first, it's kind of crude, lurid sort of calls where <laughs> I basically I'm going to eat your pussy yeah. and calling people fan. dirty cunts yeah. and big fan of that C word there yeah piggy, piggy, piggy cunt yeah. and stuff like and that and then I'm like oh my god it's Kermit the Frog <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy I mean, casting. You got your pig hunt. Can I lick it? Can I lick it? <laughs> oh, so God. so it starts off that way. So it sounds like, like okay, no. this is just some some jerk crank calling a bunch of girls. Which honestly, yeah. it's it's prank stupid. Well, I mean, at first it's at like first, it's plausible because there's a there's a fraternity down the street, right? So it's like, oh, okay, they're just doing that, fine, whatever. And but the calls, yeah. but the the calls, calls keep happening, yeah. and they get progressively worse, worse, yeah. progressively or grosser. And I started different. having call, I started having call center flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. I yep. would say gross, but in a different in a way, different sort yes. of way. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, is he kidnapped somebody, or is he just right. doing these voices? Yeah. No, here's. I had a theory because you never actually find out, but I had a theory that. Um, later on in the movie, we find out that there is a, a young 13-year-old girl who was murdered yeah. and her body is in the park. Um, you think she's Agnes? I, I think that she was a substitute for Agnes and I yeah, think yeah. he was recording some of the murders. And I ex I'll explain why when we get okay. there. Um, I do have to share the stories that I mentioned the call center. Yes, do. Okay, there was one guy we used to get when Dan and I worked there was called the Psy Guy. Mm -hmm. And this guy who was just, anytime he got a woman on the line. Oh, he mentioned this. Yeah, that this is the one who would say, just sigh, let me know you're still there because I'm fixing my phone. Oh, God. And yeah. just sighed. Some actually did it and he was jerking off on the other. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I those. Yeah, yeah on, if, it, it, just if, sigh. If you, if you picked up and had a masculine voice, he immediately hung up. Yep. He would keep calling back until he got, you know, yeah. until he got a female on the line. Yeah. And as you know, as a guy on the phones there, our job if we got that guy, it'd be like signal is just like creeper on the lines, heads yeah. up. Now you needed to have in order to finally block this guy, we needed to have the time they called in, what he was calling, the number he called in, and the number that showed up on the phone. Right. In order to match all three, now it, for years it was you know two and missing one, and we finally got the guy and got him, and we found out he was calling all this time from one of the last Brooklyn payphones. 
Oh wow! So <laughs> that's and, that's and interesting. Then, that and sounds kind of epic, honestly. And we put this whole thing together of what was his life like. The last, <laughs> of the last like, Brooklyn payphone. It's like he got up, dressed for work. Went to the payphone, and the times he was calling was like he took a lunch break. He and went to the called. payphone on Sundays when a church let out. He would call, wow. and then after dinner he would call, and then he would call one more time, and then like ten o'clock they would stop. He went to bed, and we <laughs> finally got him. And it's like okay, all that time, and how much fucking money did he spend calling on the payphone? Oh my I god, can only I can't imagine. imagine. Yeah, of all the, that. So like we figured it was the lines to get through to the call center weren't toll-free numbers. No. No. Some well, some were, but it still was like it was like a dollar. We figured it out. It was like 35 cents per call. And he's probably calling like 10 or 12 times a day. Good so Lord. you figure so its own right. It's like figuratively. Four bucks a day. I'd say five. Okay, just five to bucks say, a day. Five dollars a day and he's doing this for years. Oh my God. You at know, a, at, like, a theoret- at, at an assumingly public payphone. Yeah, at a public payphone. Now, people quit smoking cigarettes for that expense. Mm-hmm. I did. That's yeah, did I. and it's just like it's getting too expensive and it's like... You got porn on the internet, man. Yeah. It might have been the thrill of it being an, a live person on the yeah. internet. Like, it's... Or, well, but they, it's just... They, so they call the fucking 1-800 yeah. or 900 number. Cam girls. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you got all that other stuff, That's man. That's $1,825 a year. Christ. Okay. Holy shit. $1,800 a and year. That's $5 so, a day. $5 a day times $365 is Now, double that, and that's a cigarette habit today. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man, not only doubling that, but then you're thinking of it, so probably about five years. So you figure he probably spent about ten grand. Oh, easily. Uh, I can think of so much better things to do with ten grand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just it to me. At that point, you can go out and just buy someone for twenty minutes. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, you'd like, save a lot of money and you get more satisfaction like out of it. Save a lot of money, get satisfaction out of it, and for the best part, the sexiest thing, consent. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and prank calls. I mean, honest to God, like it's just. I mean, how much energy do you have? And I, I, don't I, I got this guy once, and when I was a manager, and I got this old lady. You remember our old lady, Irene? Vaguely, yes. Yeah. It is older lady who she was working with phones almost all her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was originally a phone operator in the town of Somerset where you pick up and go, Hi, Irene, give me Sally's house. Sure, okay, oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah, and what That's is, like, old, yeah. yeah, so far, far fucking back. And this guy, she well, talks to me, and she had this really squeaky voice, and she go, Oh my God, Nick, this guy's here. He's telling me, he's asking me if I wear any panties. I'm like, give me your headset, Irene. I got you. So I put I put the phone. I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing panties. What's up? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think he was about ready to puke, and he hung up the phone. That's I, awesome. Hi, thanks for calling. My name's Helen. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Helen. How are you doing? <laughs> and that's here. But this uh, freak like, people out. That point there, I just I had to mention that. I'm sorry. No, to it's fine. There, but like, Absolutely. But like that fucking guy, man. I mean, if you I hate to say it this way, but if. If you're a girl and you're working somewhere that has a public phone, mm-hmm. like a, a a small store or anything, yeah, you will get crank calls. Yeah. I have gotten crank sex calls before. Yeah. It's. Do you get them where you are now? No, or no? they're not. No, because yeah. I I just hang up. Like yeah. okay. Yeah. 
But um, no, I, I got a few of them when I worked at, uh, in retail specifically. Yeah. I got a few of them. Um, so it's it's not surprising. It's actually kind of <laughs> kind of boring. <laughs> um, it's one of those, dude. Really? It's like, do you have any idea how unoriginal you are? Like, right. Try, try something new. My favorite ones are like the kids who do it that are like yeah. in a you group. Can, you just hear the background. Yeah. In the background. Yeah. yeah. Those are my favorites. But ask about her pants. Yeah, stuff like that. It's it, that stuff's amusing. <laughs> ask her if her fridge is running. <laughs> Tell her to go catch it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, I've, I've, yeah. But that's not what was happening here. Yeah, oh, yeah but the, the, the they started as just kind of obscene phone calls. They're just kind of gross. And then they got gross in a different way. Yeah. Um, a really upsetting like, gross way. Towards the end of the night, mm-hmm. um, the guys that were there are basically kicked out because the girls, yeah. they're in a sorority, no boys after midnight type thing. Um, but that's when we see the first glimpse of our killer because he's climbing the lattice. Outside. It was a weird choice of direction. I'm still saying, yes. I still think though. I still think he climbed the lattice and got into the attic before the boyfriends were kicked out. It's possible. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah. I, like I said, this yeah, movie ends really yeah. ambiguously, and yeah. there was actually a plot line that they had that they scrapped. Oh. So yeah, I'll get to that when we get okay. there. It's like, and they um, were initially going to have more gory kills. There was the going to be more but gory they kills, the but they made a decision yeah. not to do that because there's there's a line that you can hit. Like gory is fine, but yeah. there's a point you get to where it's, then there's hostile. It's almost there, yeah. well. Yeah. There's the line you get to where it goes from gory, and then there's a little range here where it's basically comical, and then it's hostile where it's just you know yeah. torture point and human centipede. Right. And the human centipede. Which is disgusting. And devil's mm-hmm. rejects. Yeah, yeah. 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 House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses. Right, yeah. Yeah. I love you, Rob Zombie, but... Uh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this is where we get our first kill. Um, yeah. One of the girls that's in the sorority is one that Margot Kidder's character picks on a lot. Yeah. Because she's sort of a like a goody two-shoes. It's like, I can sense a virgin when I see one. Right. Like, she's... It's like Her name is Claire... Um, and I was going to say, this was Claire, this right? Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just going to say, if she is a virgin, so what? Right, but she's being bullied by other sorority girls, because, because by one sorority girl, I should say. Because college students because, are assholes. Yeah. Yes, because people are assholes. Um, but she goes upstairs to basically start packing to go home for Christmas, and this is where we get our first kill. We know because there's a first-person shot... By the way, the way they filmed first person was, like, wicked, like, weird because this is the 70s. They didn't have, like, wireless cameras. cameras. They had to to have the whole rig, like, strapped to them. There's actually a little goof at the very beginning I was reading about. I didn't spot it while we were playing, while while we were watching it. I think I know what you're talking about. when he's climbing up the lattice work and he goes into the uh, attic, apparently there's a shadow on the wall that just shows the The apparatus, like... Igor monstrosity rig that's on <laughs> yeah. that's on this guy's shoulder. I he's saw this. In. Yeah, it's it's. I, I didn't spot it when watching the movie, but I'm like, oh, it's, I think it, I need to go back and yeah, check. Yeah, it's definitely something that hadn't been done before, which is why it made everything a little bit creepier because you're seeing yeah. it from the killer's perspective. Yeah. It's yeah. like almost like the movie. It it seems like the movie's almost inviting you to. Uh, um, Kind of be the killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like, dirty to kind of inhabit the killer, and you're just <laughs> right. like, I don't want to be Billy. And this yeah, is, yeah, Billy yeah. Is gross. Fuck Billy. Billy. Oh goddamn Billy! All right, I'll, 
Ooh, there's so much I can unpack here. <laughs> Billy's gross, and I wanted to see him get killed or something. It would have been mm. nice. He, he does get hurt. I'll tell you that yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. He does get hurt. Oh, and the, the thing that sets me on edge around here is be, now there's a cat involved. Yeah, there's Claude. Yeah. Claude yeah. is a kitty. Claude yeah. the cat. Who and I'm I... like, no, don't do anything to the no, fucking I'm, cat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Claude is fine. Yeah. I think yeah. Claude's in on it. Yeah, <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah we kept um, saying the killer was Claude. Claude. Yeah, we had, to, did it. we had to look up immediately, doesdogdie.com. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and, I, I, think uh, I think Claude's yeah. okay. Because Billy seems fine with Claude. Yeah, it said that uh, Claude, uh, cat, it was a cat in Black Christmas, uh, does not show to be maimed or harmed in any possible nope. way. No, I think he's just, just chill. Yeah, just I, think, I think the last time we see him is he's he's like, licking the bag. He's licking yeah. the bag that uh, um, poor yeah. Claire is in. So yeah, so Claire, as she's trying to like pack, she sees Claude. Claude basically jumps off her bed and goes into the closet. Yeah. She walks into oh. the closet where there's a bunch of empty bags, uh, like empty. Um, Garment bags. Yeah, like, yeah, like dry cleaner bags. Like and soup bags. Yeah. Stuff. I gotta yeah, say yeah. one thing about Claire's room. Yeah. That giant stuffed tomato on yeah, her bed terrified the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, this is 1974 Veggie Tales. It's like Bob's watching you. There's some, there's some weird <laughs> shit. Was Bob the tomato? <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch Veggie I don't remember. I don't know. I think so. You're such a pessimistic slut. I just... I just know that this entire house is just like... There's lots of weird shit in this yeah. house. I just like the fact that mm. there's all sorts of strange shit in this house. Um, but this is where the we get our first kill. The poster the woman picking her off. Yes, yeah. that's all oh, the old lady. I love that poster. I love that poster. I want, poster. Yeah. I want that yeah. poster. We need to frame it. It reminds me of my aunt who passed away last Christmas because that's something she would have done. Yeah. So my we're grandma seeing, too. We're just seeing the panels, the panels, the panels, and then flipped off, and I'm like, Lorraine? Yeah. Like it was, wow. It was actually, I would, I would have that. I, I think yeah. I have pictures of her pecking off stuff. Oh, yeah. I've, so, seen, I've seen more than a few. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's the essence of Lorraine. Right. Yeah, that was my aunt. She was great. She's a funny lady. Yeah. She would have, like, she would have looked at that, scolded me, and then went, "Oh yeah, well, I see where you get that from now." Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's just how she was. Um, but this is where we get our first kill. And what's interesting about this is, um, when they filmed it, yeah. they did not tell the girl who plays Claire that he was going to jump out at her. So oh. the surprise that you see on her face is real. Like, oh, she was yep. not expecting it. Um, it's like in Die Hard, they didn't tell Alan Rickman when they were going to drop him, so that yeah. terror, that was, terror is, was is real. real. Yeah. yeah. They said they would drop him at three, and they dropped they him at, at one. Like one or yep. two, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 So, um, but it, it got a good reaction. Um, yeah. Also, the actress who plays her, every time you see her after that, because she is dead, she she is strangled to death, yeah. and the, the killer brings her body into the attic and puts her in a rocking chair that's staring out into, like, the, the common area, front yard, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, the girl who played her was actually in that plastic bag right. for quite a Shit. long time, yeah. but she was okay it. with it because she uh, was a swimmer, right. so she could hold her breath for long periods of time, yeah. and one of her, like, like talents that you know is a weird talent useless is talent number she 106. can just stare off into space without blinking for long periods of time oh that's so useful. yeah so yeah. She, that's why she was like they asked her were you uncomfortable and she was like no it was fine yeah and also because <laughs> i knew someone would take the bag off yeah. me at some point yeah and also they had to sprinkle a whole bunch of catnip on her in order yep. to get the cat to lick her yep yeah i was like okay let's just rub some tuna on yeah. here there yep. you go you're fine 
They also had to spray the lawn with um with like, fake chemicals because it didn't snow much that year in Canada. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, I like, was wondering about the cold because it was actually it was actually that cold out, but it hadn't snowed really. But yeah, because I remember the search party. Like some people were breathing smoke, but some weren't. Yeah. I think it was more the just, angles. I, th- I think it was yeah. also probably filmed at a couple of different times. That's too. a good point. Yeah, that is possible too. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was filmed in winter in Canada. It yeah. was cold. And it just didn't stop. See, and apparently the chemicals were really good for the lawn because that coming spring the lawn was greener than it had ever been before. <laughs> <laughs> so I said it was probably full of nitrogen. <laughs> yep. nitrogen does that. It brings out green. But yeah. Swells. Um, but yeah, that's where we get our first kill, and so her bag is packed. It's on her bed, but she's gone. Yeah. Um, so the yeah. next day, her father, who has the most unfortunate hair I've ever oh, seen, the, yeah. the, the ring hair. Ooh, yeah. dear. He's got like extra, a little bit of extra skin at the top of his head, so he's got like a wrinkled forehead. So yeah. every time he makes a face, it looks like he's got folds in his head. It's like yeah. super disappearing, uh, oh, yeah. like forehead folds. And yeah, he's, and he's just like. Where is she? Yeah. She's yeah. late. It's she's like it's like a half hour late. This isn't like her and she's yeah. he's trying to figure out what happened. Like Yeah. And yeah. he looked like he would have been a like a, a vacuum cleaner salesman at <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, or like an insurance adjuster. Yeah, like just one of those guys who had a really fucking boring job. And he was super disapproving. Yeah. Just like, like I'm judging everything you Yeah, do. like he Though was to a, be fair, he yeah. did get over that pretty quick. He yeah. Did. Like he saw the poster in Claire's room of the yeah. peace sign thing and yeah. he's just like, uh But after that he just kind of I'm just gonna go along with things. Yeah. This is what's happening. Because he's just trying to find his daughter. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, yeah, so he uh, he handled it as well as he could could expect. Yeah. Well, until when he knew. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. When when everything was put together, he's like, oh. Yeah. Oh shit! Wait. Time passes. Like they they're looking for her. They contact her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, you know they they cannot find her. So like. (laughs) You know, normal people, they go to the police. Uh, this is, I think this is one of Margot Kidder's fav- best lines in this. Oh, oh Felicio? Yeah. Code? Yeah, what's the, uh, what's the what's code? Fellatio 80880. Wait, what? Yeah, F-E. F-E. Fellatio. Fellatio. How, how do you spell that? Yeah. F-E. Oh, Nash, you idiot. And she's, and she, okay, Margot Kidder's character is drunk throughout the, the entire whole movie. Time. Hmm. So her behavior is not necessarily appropriate. Levels, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I why I liked her character so <laughs> yeah, much is because too. she really wasn't appropriate yeah. at all. And she's sev- she's several versions of drunk. She's yeah. the she's the super kind of super <laughs> horny drunk. She's the <laughs> confrontational angry drunk. She's the falling down. Well, fine, I guess I'll go lay down drunk. Yeah. She's she's, uh, she's the whole. She she goes through the all she the phases. Yeah. Yeah. And she could, uh, my favorite part in that too is they go to the police station to uh, to say Claire is missing, yeah. and Nash is not taking them seriously the at cop, all because yeah. she's probably with her boyfriend, or she's probably with a different guy, yeah. or she's wherever. And he's the sentiment he's, is like it's just a woman. Yeah, he's kind of a yeah. dick. Oh. Yeah. But at that point, Margot Kidder's character is getting annoyed, so she turns around, she goes in her pocket and pulls out a can of beer yeah. and cracks it and just starts drinking it in the police station. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> okay, I like this. Yeah, and it is kind of you know similar to like what cops do, and I think you know not only the fact that he's a horrible cop, but 
He also, like, you know, like, look, it probably most likely she's with her. Uh, right. A normal cop would say, well, he, you know, he's probably, she's probably with a boyfriend or something. Right. That's most likely what happens. You might want to check there. Right. Because also there's a shit ton of paperwork on the, on the uh, other side yeah. of this. But, and it's, it's, uh, it's more than likely she is with someone yeah. else. It's not well, something that she is. She technically is. She is, um, but she's dead. Yeah, yeah. They, but his, yeah. in his okay, his defense. Yeah, okay. You, yeah. They, you have to wait a specific number. Yeah. Of time anyway before they can actually. Yeah. Put you as missing. Right. I think it's twenty four hours. Right. Yeah. Um, and an immediate family member has to be there, right. which her dad is. Her dad so. is. Yeah. But that's when they start really running around looking for her and. Yeah. That's when they get the boyfriend involved, yeah. and that's when um, our main character, um, what's her name? Well, it's um, what Mario Kidder's one? No, Olivia. No. Oh. Damn, someone um, with a J. Jess. That's yeah. when Jess kind of. That's when Jess kind of takes the lead role at that point. Um, True. Because she. She is the one who's kind of looking around for everybody. She's the one who's been taking all the phone calls. Um, and she's got her own shit going on. Like she's right. she's helping to try to find Claire, and at the same time, she's calling her piano playing conservatory jackass boyfriend, um, and telling him that they need to talk. And he hasn't spoken to her in three or four days because he's been practicing. Right. He's been practicing day and night for three days straight. He hasn't slept, which makes me think he's a fanatic. Um, well, he's planning for uh, something or other. He's. I think he's trying to get into some sort of like orchestra or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like he's he's trying to get into. I don't know either... musicians like that too. I, yeah, and yeah. Th it makes perfect sense. But that also at the same time, if you're having your audition the next night, your best bet isn't to stress yourself out to the point where you're not going to be able to function. Right. And that's sort of what happens to him. Which most musicians do too. Right. Yeah. Um, but Jess is like, I'll talk to you later, and they schedule basically to meet up. Right. Um, to discuss stuff later on. Um, but with Jess getting the boyfriend involved, the boyfriend kind of storms into the police station. And kind of goes over Nash and goes directly to the lieutenant, who is played by, um, dude who's basically in a lot of horror movies from that area, from that genre. Um, Saxon. His real name is Saxon. I uh, his oh, I can't remember. His name is the detective because I'm shit with names. The, uh, the lieutenant, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, he had a very familiar face. He's been in a lot of other um, horror movies. He's been in a lot of other um, sort of weird things. He's, he usually plays a cop, which is what he plays in this. Um, but he he gets involved because I uh, I guess the boyfriend actually knows him, and basically just jumps over uh, jumps over Nash's head and is like, hey, yeah. you know she's missing. This is unlike her. This is her dad. You know what's going on. And then you find out. Well, the the boyfriend and Nash they're brothers, aren't they? Yeah. Are they? Like are Nash they is his older brother. Is Nash's brother? That's what I thought. I didn't think no, Nash. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, like, I didn't get that. No, no, I don't think Nash is his brother. He just doesn't like him because he's a douchebag. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, he's one of those pretentious Ken. musician types. So. Ken. Yeah. Lieutenant Ken Fuller. Um, oh, I mean Claire's boyfriend. 
The one with the magnificent sh- shaggy coat. With that, yeah. with that magnificent coat. It looks really warm, too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um... But yeah, he uh, he jumps in and gets Lieutenant Kent Fuller involved, and that's when they start taking this a little bit seriously. Right. And then this other lady comes in, and she starts talking about how her 13-year-old daughter is missing, and that she should have been home, and this is not like her. Like, there's, there's shit going on. Um... And at first, kind of, Nash is kind of like, like, oh, she's probably with friends, with her, too. And mom's like, no, this is not like her. So they start to take it seriously a little bit more because now we have two missing people in a town where that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, it's a very weird, sleepy little college town. Right. Very much like if you're in the, if you're in uh, Southeast Mass, it's very much like Dartmouth. Yes, very where much nothing so. really goes on. No, really but ever. when stuff does go on, when it it's does usually, happen, it's really bad. Yeah. yeah. So they they start they start to put together a search party for them, uh, basically tracing the where the little girl would be walking because that's the best lead they've got because Claire's an adult; she could be anywhere, but right. a thirteen-year-old is going to go a specific path. Right. So they start. Yeah. They start looking for her. It's it's nighttime. They do like just the, um, the line of searchers, just like canvassing the park. A one specific area. Uh, during this particular time, um, is when Jess kind of veers off because she's gonna go talk to her boyfriend. I believe her boyfriend's name is Paul. Peter. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's when she. Yeah, I don't like Peter. She no. tells Peter. Uh, played by Kier Dulea. Yeah. Yes, we think that's his name. Yeah. Um. They had had a conversation earlier and where she told him that she was pregnant and that she was going to have an abortion, uh, which he freaked out about, and then... Which basically takes his mind and snaps it clean in half. Yep, because he totally, like, fails his audition. Yep. Completely. Um, having, like, a recital, he's supposed to be some kind of, like, piano prodigy or some sort of thing, but he's so... Is messed he, up from the news, I guess, that he's just, like, smacking well, the keyboard. He's messed up from the news, from the fact that he hasn't slept, he's been over-practicing, and he's just... Well, that's on him. He's a mess. And we see in, uh, uh right before Jess, as he meets Jess, he takes, um, basically the bottom of a microphone stand and destroys the piano because in, like, a fit pi- of rage. Because it's the piano's fault. Yeah, and that was basically a good... That was a good, like, uh, made him a little bit of a herring. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, so you're like, oh, no, he's so he's got, this has got to be this guy. He's got a violent streak. Yeah. Okay, th- this doesn't bode he's well. He's got a violent streak, and he's something of a fundamentalist, almost. Right. Because he's got the whole, like, you're not going to kill our baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's... Which, during... at that point, it's a, it's a clump of cells. It's not a baby yet. Relax. No. But this at this point where uh, they meet up, where she goes home to meet up with him, and he's already in the house. Mm. Yeah. And he even said to her, "I was upstairs having a sleep." Yeah, you should have. What a weird way to say it. Yeah. yeah. You weren't here. Yeah. Um. Also, I, I skipped over a little part, but before this happened, um, Mrs. Mack and uh, Claire's dad, um went out together to try to uh to he gave her a ride she's going to her sister's house for christmas she goes upstairs notices that claude is in the the uh, attic and is murdered by our um it's not gonna be claire's dad giving her a ride it was a cabbie 
Oh, the, yo, yeah. Cla- Claire said gave her a ride earlier. Yeah, to go yeah, pick yeah, up okay, things yeah. Before they started the search. Before she leaves, she's like, she she's called murdered. the cab to come yeah. get her, and she's trying to find the cat. But, you know, cat's up in the attic, she goes up in the attic and gets hooked in the throat. Yeah. She's, well, she sees Claire's body. Yeah. And then gets hooked in the throat. Mm-hmm. And she's sort of hanging, like, on a meat hook. Yeah. In, in the ceiling. In yeah. the ceiling. In the, uh attic now so we've got two dead bodies yeah. so when jess comes home first off she thinks mrs mack is gone because yeah. she was supposed to be yeah and um, she she had the tickets talked to everybody about right. it too yeah. so it's it's a very a very highly planned murder too yeah so that way it's like okay i'm there and then you know that's kind of a clue well, somebody's it's either, there too. it's either highly planned yeah. or really lucky yeah because i i'm not sure about our 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 Villain, yeah, he's a little unhinged. Yeah, based on well, based on the phone calls, I I'm gonna lean more towards Lucky. Yeah, well, I, I think he he it's Lucky, yes, but also he's planning to do some kills or he's planning some traps. Right, he's, yeah. it's it's yeah. situational, but it's yeah. not it's not overly planned, but it's yeah. definitely. He's like, planning traps. I yeah. mean, it's like Jigsaw, too. It was the same, was the same thing, you know. A little bit, definitely. But you know, he is trying to do these things. Like, who actually is dead? Who who gives a damn? Like, right. you know, for who who's that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But right. Who knows? Yeah. So Jess and Peter fight because mm. Peter is like, we're gonna get married and, and we're gonna, and have, we're the gonna have the baby and yeah. we're gonna be fine. We're gonna and, and she says no, and he basically says, "How could you do this to me?" Because he's a goddamn narcissist. Yeah. And he so. takes off. He leaves. Yeah. Um, oh, she throws him out. She throws him too. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he leaves and she's alone, and that's when she starts getting more phone calls. Yeah. Um, I, and at this I point, when, I thought when he left was when like Phil and the oh yes, others and the, uh, Phil and Barb and the cops are coming back in because Peter goes out through them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then yeah, they set up the tap. Yeah. yeah. Right. They set up yeah. the tap because mm-hmm. the phone calls have been consistent yeah. and getting worse. Um, it's during these phone calls, though, at least at these particular beginning ones. Definitely sounds like there is a little girl's voice screaming. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I can't be 100% sure if it was the killer who's fixing his voice that way. Yeah. Or if he actually is recording the little girl screaming. Because we find her, they find her body in right. the park. She's dead. They don't specifically say how she died, but you definitely know she was murdered. Yeah, they His don't show anything. It, they her, find her next yeah. to something that's make sounds like it's got an engine in it. So it's like, yeah. did she get Fargoed into a wood chipper yeah, or well, something? This is also a key of '70s style um, uh, horror, which is why The Exorcist and um, Jaws, which are now kind of tame compared to what's out now, right. were, we're so really so big because you saw everything and a lot of. Um, that particular scene reminded me of the movie The Bad Seed. Yes, yep. yes. And, um, you know, a 1939 movie where you hear all the murders and nothing you else. Don't you see don't it. see a damn thing. Yeah. You just see this little girl who is all nicey-nicey looking like basically a female Dennis the Menace. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, you know, everything else is happening. It's and Denise it actually is quite terrible. Yeah, right, yeah. It actually is quite terrifying. She yeah. is. She is terrifying. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good movie. It is, that really yeah, is. That's one of my dad's movie. favorites. Shockingly, it's one I actually have seen. Yeah, it's really good. Um, um, but yeah, I thought it was uh, okay. Yeah. For the for the like it. serial killer aspect of it, I thought it was really neat considering yeah. she's like what seven eight. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but that's not this killer. This yeah. killer is Billy. I'm not sure if Billy is getting off on these kills or if he's having a severe psychotic break. Yeah. Well, there's I'm not there's sure. a, he like laughs and makes weird sounds. Yeah, yeah. There's a weird yeah. This spasm right here. Like, how is this not heard? Right. You know, from three. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, how just is two this not hurt? And isn't he smashing stuff too? Yeah. At this point, or is right. it? I mean, um, well, not yeah. at this point. I don't think he's smashing anything yet. Yeah. But he is. Like I said, I don't no. know if he's pre-recording the kills and then playing them as he's talking. You never actually find out. But no. there's another. It's an old house. And old houses can be surprisingly soundproof. Like right. outside of just the like. In this apartment, the only place you can hear anything from e- any apartment is in the bathroom. That's true. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else in this house, unless it's like a solid kaboom, you're not going to hear anything. Right, it's right. Very true. An older house could have weird, like, acoustics. Now, the other thing you were saying I wanted to add with the, uh, the voice changing around. Mm-hmm. Now, a person can change their voice around like that, but I don't know if you noticed, but... Uh, some of those voices were overlapping. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So it's like. It's not even just how? that. I'm going to point out something. Eventually, Margot Kidder's character does die, and yeah. when she does, the next phone call that Jess gets, you hear Margot Kidder scream. Yeah. In it, he calls her while he's killing Margot Kidder. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's why I'm and... saying it's like I think he's using some of these these murders for background in his overlapping mental break and he's could, taunting could be, jess yeah. yeah he's taunting jess for some reason yeah it's just that he's he's now kind of targeted at this point andy says the same thing that peter said yep, yeah. because he overheard them arguing yeah. yeah and he's doing and, this weird mom voice oh wait you said something though that uh that stuff in an old house you could have weird sound pockets here and there that, yeah and however mrs mac hears the cat everywhere well yeah, at this point too okay. so like well, yeah, at that point, too, she, it, the house was also deadly quiet. She was the only one in it. She was upstairs yeah, her, in her room. Her and the okay. dead. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're and, right. Yeah. And the, yeah. the room yeah. where she was coming right. out of, like, her bedroom, the attic looked like it's directly above her, and there's a hole there. Right. So, yeah, that's where the opening is. Right. Yeah. So, I'm okay. Because she's yeah. actually kind of confused how the cat got up there. Yeah. It's like, how does, it, how how does, does the, the cat push there? the door open? I think her. the killer brought him up there, to be I quite think, honest yeah. with you. I, I think, think he's he in league with the killer. Yeah. <laughs> it's Claude and Billy. You know, best buds it's forever. fucking, yeah. You Maybe used, he's used an animorph. Yeah. <laughs> he stayed this cat for <laughs> too long. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the bait. You know, it's yeah. the bait. They hear the cat, boom, dead. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a good yeah. idea. Like, yeah. And I wonder how much of the uh, weird voices, phone calls, gives away backstory, or if it's just insane ramblings. I'm actually going to bring up something. Um, the Don't 2000... leave alone with Agnes! The 2006 movie... Hot Water, Bird Baby. ...actually tries to bring out a backstory for mm. this. Huh. About how it's a really twisted, convoluted backstory, but it's a... Con- yeah. it's a story nonetheless um according to this 2006 movie billy was raised in the house that becomes the sorority house and his mother murdered his father um so she could bring her lover in and ends up um 
putting Billy in the attic and like keeping him up there as like prisoner. When mm. she and her and her lover want to have a child, they find out he's um, he's sterile. So she goes upstairs, has sex with her own son, gets impregnated by her own son, and that's how Agnes is born. Huh. Um, and eventually, um, he escapes from the the attic and kills his mother and his lover, but leaves Agnes alone. And he's caught and he's put into an insane asylum. So that's the storyline in 2006 version. There was no actual storyline in... I'm going to say I prefer 74 version. There's no... Because of the 74 version, I don't have to think about incest. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's just that's, that's... Yeah. 2006 version compared yeah, to this one. Black Christmas turned into flowers in the attic. Right? Ooh. Yeah, I figured in this one, it, if there was to be it, any backstory, it was he was probably crazy and Agnes was his baby sister and yep. he killed her or something. I just something. keep hearing like hot water burn baby in yeah. this whole scene. I personally think it's better if nothing is known. Like yeah. It, it makes it a little bit more the, terrifying. The crazy thing, yeah. I still it's wish they caught his ass, though. Hannibal Lecter is scarier when you don't know why he ate people. Yeah. Michael Myers is scarier when you don't know... When you don't, you know have, what happened, don't yeah. have him, you know, like, humanized yeah. in his in his backstory. Yeah. And the Joker is better when his backstory is mix and match. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you want it to be, It's yeah. always more fun to, he keeps to changing. have yeah. a... A big baddie monster that you can't see. Yeah. You yeah. don't know what it looks right. like, yeah. and it makes it kind of scary because you don't know what's going to turn the corner. Um, but yeah, so uh, at this point, um, they have found the little girl. Search party is still out there, but it's kind of breaking up. Um, a couple of the girls that were at the search party, which was um, Phil, was Phil, one. Phil was one yeah. of them. Um, and uh, uh, Phil, played by, I don't have her actress's name to my yeah. to in front of me. And, and Andrea yeah. Martin, uh, who yeah. you would know as Aunt Vula from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah, huh. yeah. Her older she, is, is she's very. She much looked more. like a female version of Arnold Horshack from our Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's to me. All you had to yeah. do is put Rob Pello in female clothes. It's like honestly, yep. she kind of looks like she yeah. kind of looks like everybody's like older aunt mm. the curly hair and those enormous glasses mm. yeah everybody's older aunt from like the 80s who yeah. used to wear like polyester yeah. pants yeah. that's yep. who she yeah. looks like the one who doesn't have any kids but spoils the hell out of the nieces always and has candy in their pockets always has yeah. candy and um what? always playing Paula Abdul or Carla <laughs> it's, what, it's what I'm gonna turn into yeah um <laughs> But yeah, so they come back. The boyfriend comes back. Uh, he says basically good night to them because uh, he's going back. He's not going to stay at the house. Yeah. Um, her father, Claire's father, is still out looking. Um, and the police, who now are starting to take things seriously after yeah. they found the little girl's body, have tapped the phone. And basically, uh, the lieutenant tells Jess. Keep him on the phone as long as possible. We're trying to get a trace. Yeah. It's one of the great scenes in this is when they figure out that Nash was the one who found out, you know, the phone number was Fellatio. Oh, yeah. God. That and they can't oh, stop talking about it. The one, the one detective is just, he's 
dying and laughing. Has, <laughs> you can see him trying so hard not to, but he's just okay, losing it. But this scene happens in a really weird place. The timing because of it. The timing yes. of it is so odd. He, the lieutenant's on the phone with Jess. She's super worried. You know, yeah. she there's stuff happening that's going yeah, so, on. Yeah, she he, doesn't know. Yeah, it's all he tense. Tells, he yeah. tells Jess it wasn't enough to get a trace. you got to keep him on the, on the oh, line and longer. Then he's already, and then he hangs up, and the other guy's just... Busting out laughing. Well, I'm this, like, this dick. particular part too is when he <laughs> overhears um, a line that freaks her out, and, and like that's when she, a wart. yeah, like it's removing a war, and yeah. that's when she has to tell the detective that she's pregnant and right. is going to have an abortion. And she hangs up, and the the other detective in the room is laughing hysterically. And so this he, scene needed to happen because you yeah. needed to establish that Nat. Well, we knew we knew Nash was a moron, but he's a moron among the police. Yes, like they all know he's a moron. And all for that area. He's then, like the weirdly innocent moron who doesn't get the the dirty joke. It's, it's like, something it's, dirty, right? It's it's a new exchange. It's a new exchange. What does that even mean? F Felicio? Yeah. No, uh, a new exchange. Um, uh, yeah. Older uh, phone systems used uh, instead of like the having the area code in front, they would be like an exchange yeah. like letter system. Yeah. Um, so like they would I call. I don't know the exact details of it. Yeah. So they would call it Klondike five five three. Mm. Yeah. Or something like the that. KL, or, or, the KL was like yeah. the region code. Or the area, and they did that. But when they started doing the area codes, they just took the letters and turned them into numbers. Okay. Which is yeah. why we have letters on our numbers. Yeah. yeah. And it is possible this was uh, a Canadian production. The whole, like, exchange the two letters was different, might have yeah. been a Canadian thing. Right. If yeah. I'm wrong, yeah. I, I've, yeah. You know, if I'm that's wrong, a, that's an interesting thought, too. I mean, there's also, I think this is the point where the old man comes in who shot a cop in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with salt in the shotgun. Yeah. Yep. He came on my lawn. I'm a cop. I don't care. I'll shoot the lawn. Yeah, that's so funny. He's going to pick all this buckshot out with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this, the, the laughing and the, the, the funny part just comes out of left field here, but it was a nice break. It's, it's and, whiplash, definitely, yeah. but it's like necessary it's, whiplash. It is. It's almost at the halfway point. Right. Yeah. Of this, and it just it, things are getting tense, getting yeah. tense, getting tense. Okay, bring yeah, it down it a bit. It's like, oh, right, murders. I think it was still on that point. I think it was purposely put in just to give the audience a breather. Right, yeah. give you a little yeah. bit of a tension break. Yeah, because it's about to get gross. It's, it's yeah, about to get it's gonna nasty. get tense here. Let's give them a little breather and then move on. Yep. Yeah. But man, oh my god. Yeah. Because I think at this point is when um, Margot Kidder and them have come back from yeah. the. Uh, from the search party. Yeah. And she is extremely drunk. Yeah. And Oof. she has an argument... Um, About how everyone's blaming how her. How everybody's blaming her because she... Uh, she made Claire's life harder, and you, you're, I know you're all thinking it's my fault, and she ends up basically being told, go upstairs and go to bed. Yeah. And like, so, you can't tell me what to do, and then they say, go to bed. She's like, oh, okay. And she goes to bed, and at this point is, while she's sleeping, she has an asthma attack. Which, right. honest to God, it's one of the fucking scariest things to have an asthma attack while you're sleeping. Yeah. Because I had one last night. It's yeah. it's Shit. It's extremely... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's very terrifying to have, yeah. which I thought was kind of ironic after the fact, because I was like, well, this, this, well, is, okay, this is how this happens. Yeah. 
Um, and so she's having an asthma attack. It wakes me right up, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder. It's basically what he's, like, he's like patting my back, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm holding my inhaler, and I'm like, I'm going to be okay. I'm like, I... I, I, I it's like I don't know what to do oh yeah I'm just like it's fine it's gonna be fine that's why I have an inhaler on my side of the bed um but yeah so she has an asthma attack which um Jess ends up hearing she runs up the stairs and hands her an inhaler. So I was like, ah, that's And you're like, yeah, inhaler. A butyrol. And I actually kind of liked this part a little bit because after she has her inhaler, she doesn't immediately calm down. She's still having difficulty breathing. Right. It's that's, a little better, but it's like... But that's it, that's how a butyrol works. It, takes, yeah. it, it takes actually a takes a few yeah. minutes to kick in before it actually allows your lungs to expand again. So her having that like deep, raspy sort of... Uh, yeah. It makes a lot of sense because that's yeah. how it happens. There's like a little bit of initial relief, but to actually get the thing going, it takes time. And then she falls right back to sleep because, again, she's drunk. She's also real drunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's at this point when Jess leaves her that the reason she actually woke up from, you know, this nightmare is that there was actually stand someone standing over her. It is our killer. And, the, uh, and, and he's he, behind the door, too. Yep. Yeah. And he takes yeah. her, uh, her, like, crystal Unicorn. unicorns yeah. and yeah. stabs her to death with it. And this particular part, it was so wildly shot because you could see where they, they did the close focus and mm-hmm. the far focus. Yep. yep. Early on, you know, when she comes in to try to help her out, and it's like, okay, that's the murder weapon. And then the same shot, close focus, where he grabs it. Yep. You know, takes the spike off the unicorn. And, and he doesn't take the spike off. Yeah. He just, he just, he just breaks it. Yeah. And then it eventually breaks it. It's just, yeah. a, it's a glass thing. So. Yeah, but uses it enough. When you see the blood come up, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is getting real. Because yeah. he, he hits something. Yeah. And just, Yeah. Well, I mean, carotid arteries all around, chest, dies, heart. Yeah, she dies pretty quickly, and she yeah. dies pretty quietly. Yeah, um, and she. Wait, I thought they didn't hear her because of the the. Uh, There's the carolers, carolers too. Yeah, well, that's yeah, part of it. That's definitely yeah. part of it. But she's and those not very loud. Are creepy. They yeah. were really good, yeah. though. They were very yeah. good, but they were. They, why were they singing slow? But and, not. Not a, a horror movie, kids. Let's go. Not a single caroler was looking in the same spot. No. They're all <laughs> slightly <laughs> off. Everyone's just like, oh, my, what fine. I, I was, was, I was yeah, actually really impressed all with slightly them, off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, well, well, wow. It was like, oh, they know they had a really good like music teacher. That's yeah. where my brain went. Yeah. But they're all slightly just a little off or yeah. something. Like, you expect one kid is just like turned around all the way around looking at the car ready to go. Yeah. And one kid in the back just takes out a knife and then the song ends they just put it back <laughs> oh, God. jingle all the way motherfuckers <laughs> ho 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 <laughs> but yeah so that's what three dead bodies now Yeah, yep. four dead bodies I'm sorry the little four. girl in the park uh, yeah. technically five because we don't know when the cop that, no they, they station that's a cop right. outside yeah. like a detective outside right. the car the yeah. minute he said that there's a cop out there I'm like that dude's dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point at some point he gets his throat cut we don't yeah. know when it happened so we could conceivably have him as a as another body well, he's count he's definitely a point. fifth victim yes yeah. um, we don't I know think he was dead happened. almost right away Probably. I think so too yeah, I think as soon as, soon as they left the yeah. well there's there's yeah. some right. time between everything like yeah. this this killer definitely had time 
to get down the stairs. See, the, yeah. the way they end this is so ambiguous. You're like, wait, were there two of them? Right. This we know that time? one of them was wearing bell bottoms because we see them walking around. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, he's. In it's fashion. like that is really 1974. All right. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> those curtains. Those oh, curtains. those curtains! Those, those red and black psychedelic curtains. I want them. <laughs> yeah. We need to find them. I, like I said, the, the way this house is set up, I really like it. Let's see, if we do curtains in this apartment, though, that's, that's going to be expensive. We got a oh, lot yeah, of Oh, yeah, we got a lot of Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, it's now just Jess and um, Phil. Uh, <sighs> Phil in the house. Yeah. Uh, the cop is basically trying to get her to keep it's... this guy on the phone longer. And um, also uh, basically saying just, you know... Stay vigilant. There's a dude outside. He wants Nash to tell her um, because he has to. He's on his way. Yeah, and when, when they ultimately figure out where that the calls are coming from inside, inside the, the house, house like yeah. the, from the attic, and then he's like, "Don't tell her that the killer's inside. Just yeah. tell her to go yeah. outside." And then of course she's like, "But why? Uh, well, you just God, do just what go I do. Yeah. you." Honestly, but Nash why? did what he was ah. supposed to do, and then when he does actually say, "Because of this." I'm sorry. If I were Nash, I would have done the same. I mean, thing. that makes yeah. sense. At that just point, like, he's look, probably gonna get his ass kicked. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, but like, t- like, well, they're okay, out. They're don't out. panic, but get out of that house, yeah. please. Well, they're out first. They're out looking for Peter because they yeah. think Peter's unhinged. Peter calls. Yeah. And is basically, I think he's drunk. He's, or he's something. drunk. Well, he's sobbing definitely, he's definitely drunk. Yeah. But it's also the way that Nash worded that I think was very, very wrong because when you're dealing with somebody who is about to be hysterics and in a high tense situation, yeah. you gotta try to keep it. It's just calm. it's not I need to tell you this and I don't need to and you to ask questions. Don't ask questions. Yeah. That's not the right way to do it. That's it's like, gonna put okay, you right hey, on edge. Hey, I need you to go ahead, put the phone down, and walk straight out the house. Yeah. Don't ask questions, just me. go. I just probably would have said, go outside, the lieutenant is going to meet you in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He wants you outside, head outside right now. Put the phone down, and done. Outside. And done. That, that, and that's it. Yeah. Like, you don't elaborate, you just give a very go. clear yeah. direction, and then you move and you move forward. And right. Basically, yeah. and Nash does tell her, he's like, he's in the house, get out of the goddamn yeah. house. And then she turns around and goes upstairs, because... Yeah. <laughs> Because she calls for her friends and nobody answers. Yep, it's just like they're already dead. Just go, because at yeah. this point, Phil's, Phil's been killed. Phil's also been killed, and she dies silently. Yeah, like we don't see it. She's just we just see her body kind of clumped on top of Barb. And actually, I have something here. The fucking dead. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh. Kevin <laughs> might have a gun. <laughs> she grabs a poker. Who's got a fucking gun? You, you're not gonna win with a poker and a gun fight. <laughs> And honestly, Kaz, <laughs> Kaz had the, the same it. had the same reaction I did. You were yelling the TV. Like, yep. I was what are you doing? TV, what are you doing? I just I had to do that because idiot. you yelling at the TV is the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It. Yeah. I oh yeah, it. I will. <laughs> I will. But it's just here. There's another one you two haven't seen because I put this in the private chat too. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> it's just awesome. But, like, what is wrong with you? I, but I'm like, I even told, I yelled at her. I was like, you know what? When you die, I don't care. I have no sympathy for you anymore. You, you were told yeah. what to do, yeah. and you decided yeah. instead to you, go upstairs. Yeah. You brought You're this on yourself. You did this yeah. to yourself. Yeah. 
Although she does get a good hit in on Billy. She does. Yeah. So, she smashes yeah. that door right into him. Yeah. She, grabs, she grabs a poker, she goes up the stairs, and she's being all quiet, but she was just screaming the top of her lungs from downstairs. So yeah. Billy obviously heard like, her. Yeah. You know it's and there. Billy actually, it looked like when she uh, ends up smashing... Um, uh, uh, Margot Kidder's door open. Yeah, because yeah, um, he's like, the door is already slightly open and he's hiding behind it, like watching her through the little crack but where it, the hinges are. But it's when she sees the two of them together, she, <laughs> Billy brought her, brought Phil into the room. Mm -hmm. and like, wherever he killed her, he did not kill her in that room. And he posed them. And he posed them. So he was waiting for her right. to come up the stairs. And that's when she sees him. And this part to me was actually super creepy. Yeah. Because I have that little, if I see a sliver or something and there's an eye looking at yeah. me, that freaks me out. Yeah. Like, I do not like that. I was yelling, poke him in the eye! Right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. why it's but, called a poker. But she yeah. actually did something that I was actually perfectly okay with when she literally throws her body against the Straight door. Straight up like yeah. hockey shoulder checks into the door and you and hear him scream. Yeah. And then she runs down the stairs and she locked the door really well. Yeah. Yep. So she can't get out the front she door. She can't get out the front door. And he grabs her by the hair, and oh, that wow. right there, that scene right there, and she screams at the top of her lungs. There, I was like, ah. That's an impressive yank, too. Oh God, that was like that's ripping out hair, man. Mm -hmm. Oof. Yeah, it is there. Oh, wrong one. But yeah. so look at this. There's a part there where Cass goes, "Now you're in the fucking basement." Oh yeah. You're going to in the fucking oh. basement. Okay. So I just want to I want to point out the biggest jump scare in this whole damn movie <laughs> was that random cut to the police cars yeah. because it's like very tense, very tense, very tense. Yeah. And we both me and Josh were like, "Ah, oh shit, God damn it." <laughs> so yeah, so they she's basically beating him up. She's beating Billy up. And Billy is chasing her, and she manages to go downstairs into the basement, which, honestly, we had not seen the basement before. This is yeah. a new area of the house. And you gotta Same. have, like, those half-mannequins for, oh, like, you fuck. know, sewing classes, because yeah. crazy creepy, but she Creepy motherfucking to, thing, yeah. She manages to close the door and lock it, and he's having a conniption. Yeah. Outside of this door, just screaming and just like shrieks and inhuman yeah. howls, and the doors, yeah. like he is slamming his whole body against it, and then just suddenly, silence. Stop. Yeah. And then she hears the door, the door upstairs, and the door close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and Joss is yeah. like, "That's a fake out. Yeah. Don't fall yeah. for it." Yeah. Me too. I was like, that's, yep, that's fake. Don't do it. Don't do it. But she doesn't. She doesn't do it. She stays in the credit. basement. Yeah. However, the next thing you see is a shadow yeah. outside of the basement windows. Mm -hmm. And the windows are opaque, so it looks like they've got like some frost or something on them. Yeah. It's, like it's so frosted glass, whether it's actual ice or... It was ice, kind of yeah. Yeah, you're just... And then, just, just as a you, just you in there. Yeah. More to the point... Peter, what, how do you know she's in the basement? Because, okay, right. but I want to say this is this is a goof-up that I caught. When you first see Jess in the basement after she's locked herself in there, that basement is pitch black. Right. The next time you see I her, saw, yeah. there's some sort of ambient light. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely well-lit darkness. Yeah. And also, you see Peter's watching everything. He's on the side. Right. You know, he's, he's at the side of the house, too. So he's still stalking around. Right. And then he and somehow finds a phone. the yeah. window. It's still up in the air, though, whether he's really a suspect. Because it, earlier in the um, when she was talking about the phone calls, um, 
she said that she that he was there with her at one point in time. Yes, while he was she there got a call. He was there during one of the phone calls. Yes, and when like the first kills were happening, he was at his uh, his recital. recital. So he, so he it couldn't was, have been there. It wasn't him. He is right. a creep and he is a violent asshole. But it it wasn't him. But yeah, so he. Um, but we don't really have any other suspects. Honestly, and I'm going to go into like a couple of my theories okay. once this is done, because I have a couple of theories. Um, but the he breaks the window. <laughs> he breaks the window, and he comes downstairs, and he sees Jess, and he walks over to Jess. And at this particular point, the cops are getting closer and closer, and you hear screaming. Yep. Um, like the cops arrive, they see that the detective in the car outside has been murdered. His, his throat's been cut, and then you hear the loudest scream because it's coming up through a basement. It's coming up and through a basement, and the but the windows open. Crystal cl- the no the window in the back of the house. Point. It is crystal clear because she mu- that must have been some literal ear piercing. Just, just whoa, that's impressive. And they they. Basically rush the house. Mm-hmm. Knock the front door in. End up coming downstairs. Go downstairs and they find... Um, they find Jess and Peter in a, a lump together, oh, essentially. Almost a piano pose. Yeah. Like like the you know Mary holding Jesus pose, almost. Almost. And that Peter is, is right? Yeah. Peter okay. is very dead. Michelangelo? Yes. Yes. Peter's dead, but Jess is not. Nope. She, it looks, it looks like, like she is. But when they approach, she kind of like leans forward, looks at them. Her eyes flutter open. She flut like I don't remember if she says anything. I don't think she does. I don't and then think she just, but she kind of falls back to sleep. And she goes basically catatonic. Essentially, it's like okay, she's been through some shit, mm-hmm. and uh, basically her her body and her mind couldn't take it, and she passed out. Yep, I mean um, fair. And the cops ain't gonna get any more information out of her for no. a while. No. And but they assume that Peter is the one that did it. And that she uh, she killed him obviously in self defense. Yeah. Um, and they were like, okay, this wraps up nicely. This dude just snapped, and he, you know, basically just killed. A, he killed two girls upstairs. He killed a little girl in the park, and he was trying to kill his girlfriend, and it didn't happen. She killed him. End of story. Um, and he just does it right the fuck out of nowhere. It's like, oh no, we found him. It's fine. So they don't check the house. They don't. Mm. They, first off, they don't check the house. Secondly, um... Well, they find they, bodies. They, they only find, find bo- two. They yeah. find two bodies. There are several people missing at this point. Yeah. They don't go up into the attic. They do which not go... You, which you should. Right, yeah. you would assume, It is, it is the no. site of, at the very least, two murders. But yeah. because... Search the whole house. But because... They kind of want to wrap it up in a nice little bow. I know. Yeah. Peter's, but, oh. Peter's the scapegoat, and... They bring, here's, here's the part I don't understand. And now maybe because it's the seventies, I don't know. But a doctor shows up, um, right there. Yeah. And he gives. It sounds like they give her a sedative, right. some sort of sedative Whoa. that's yeah. gonna like knock her out for out about four hours. For at least yeah. four hours. Um, but they keep her in her bed. Mm-hmm. In the house mm-hmm. where multiple people have just been murdered, and right. then everyone leaves. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. and then everyone what? leaves. Well, the dad, the Claire's dad, at this point has come back. I understand. And that. he he just passes out. He loses it. Well, I there's think been multiple people dead. He knows okay. his daughter's dead yeah, somewhere. At, at okay. this point, he knows his yeah. daughter's dead. Like he's okay. holding hope until the last moment. And then he fair just, enough. And yeah. he passes and he, out. 
passes out and he need, they need to get him to the hospital. Sure, fine. That's great. Yeah. Leave somebody in the house yeah, they don't. with her. They, they leave somebody outside. Yeah. They yeah. literally close all the lights. Oh, God. They, they um, shut the lights. They shut, yeah. yeah, they do. They, they, they close the lights. They close the lights. They close the lights. They shut all the lights off uh, and everybody oh. kind of leaves and leaves her in there asleep. Mm. And of course, I hate this. This yeah. is it's just like is, oh, come I'm on. You. I'm not. You. I, I am not a cop. Obviously, yeah. I have like no real inclination to be a cop, and I'm not the hugest fan of cops. Yeah. But it should be a standard operating procedure. If there has been a murder, you check the whole goddamn yeah. house. Yeah. Oh god. But instead, we get a camera, you know, pan up into the base, up into the basement, up into the attic, attic, into the attic. Um, yeah. where we get. Um, Sliver of light, a sliver of light. Yep. And uh, and then you see, then it's yeah, like laughing, a hand then, rocking the chair that uh, the, the, Claire that is in. Claire is in, and then the camera pans out again so that it's like it a draw, yeah. draws away from the house. Away from the house, you see her her dead body yeah. staring no, out the window, no window. lifelessly. The camera keeps panning out till we get a shot of the the whole house with the cops standing outside on you know like having a cigarette on the porch. And then the phone starts to ring. Yeah. And it continues to ring throughout the credits. Uh, Nobody fucking answers it. Now. Well, because Jess was unconscious. The secretary can't pick up the phone. She's unconscious. Right. Everyone I mean, else is dead. Goddamn cop hanging outside. There's, no, yeah, there's yeah. nobody inside. There's yeah. the, okay, you I can understand. hear that damn phone ringing. Yeah. I understand when Claire's dad drops, it's a little bit of an emergency, sure, but fucking leave someone yeah. there with How her. How about not yeah. leave her in the house? Put her in an ambulance uh, uh, and take her to the hospital. Fuck right. you, the 70s. Yeah, and then you know, then move. I agree with that, absolutely. That's, that's the part that kind of yeah, annoyed me. Get here because somebody's going to need to be there 24-7, right. and she's going to come out extremely groggy. And I don't want yeah. to I don't want to play this card, but I'm going to. She's pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, she may not want the pregnancy, but she's still... At this point, pregnant, if something happens to her and she miscarries, she can bleed out. Right. I also, so, and that's a lot of stress she's been under. It could right. conceivably happen. And yeah. I have to admit, I made a terrible joke while we were watching it. I'm like, hey, if the killer gets her, it's a twofer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, granted, that, that didn't, yeah. it wasn't even so much like I said about the baby, but yeah. her physically, if yeah. something were to happen, she could die just from bleeding out. Mm-hmm. That's or, true. Or, yeah, I mean, there's other no, stuff that could go That's true. You're definitely on. right. So, she, yeah. there is a condition. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we watched this movie, that's how the movie ends, and, um, critics did not like this. Yeah. They did not like I, this ending. One thing I want to add with this, like, just before, because I had to step away for a second, mm-hmm. but just before, where do you see it's Peter, like, you know, then do you see where she's dead, you know, they, they think they're both dead and yep. she's waking up. Yep. Did you think for a moment that there might have been multiple killers? Yes, and th- yeah. I'm going to go into a couple of she's theories got, I had. She's yeah. got some theories over, okay. who, over yeah. like, who Billy yeah. realistically could have been. Now, you know, not counting 2006. Well, now the, en- now the ending, like I said, critics hated it. Yeah. Um, so, initially there were talks about if you notice, and I'm not sure if you caught it, I did, Dan didn't, Mm-hmm. Um, when the killer goes to kill, um, I think it's, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if it's, um, Mrs. Mack or if it's, um, what's her face? So Margot Kidder. 
But you get a, a section of light shown on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's Margot Kidder because you don't actually right. see like anything more than like their ankles or their hand. Yeah. Before that, you get a yeah. quick flash of like his eye and his hair. Initially, they were thinking about making Claire's boyfriend the killer. Oh. Um, and the hair kind of and the hair, the hair matches. Sure, his the boyfriend with the magnificent coat. Yeah. Um, so okay. That's that's one of the one of the endings that they had kind of tossed around a little bit, but then ended up throwing it out because they wanted to go kind of more artistic with it. Right. Um, and as they, and I argued that point because uh, when when he's climbing, like I said earlier, when he's climbing up the lattice work at the beginning, uh, the, the guys boyfriend are still in the, the house. boyfriend is still in the house with them. They haven't right. been, they haven't been kicked out yet. Yeah. Right. So, so it's it's it. But I'm just saying that this was a, an ending they were they were uh, tooling with. Mm-hmm. But I have a couple of theories. Okay. Um, one of my theories is definitely that. Um, that there were two. Yeah. Uh, my my first theory was, and I mentioned this to him, I think close to the beginning of the movie when, uh, when the phone calls started and the deaths had already begun, mm-hmm. um, that I think somebody is in the house actually murdering people, and there's somebody outside of the house who's making the phone calls and kind of playing the whole. I kinda, thought there was a coordination. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. just that, but the little girl who's murdered in the park. Um. I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure that they were actually connected at all. Mm. Yeah, um, they may they may not have been. They may honestly. not have been. Um, I'm telling you, it was the cat. <laughs> the cat's in on it. Uh, but that was the that cat was, is always in on it. Yes, yeah, the cats are evil. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I love the babies. Yeah, but there's an accepted a little bit of evil in them. Yeah. 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 Um, but See, yeah. When I say cats, I include Chino in this because he has been known to—he has been known to swat drinks off of tables Ooh. and be a vindictive little shit. Yes. <laughs> um, but that was definitely one of my theories. Was that yeah, there were two, and that they were working together, yeah. and that this was supposed to make it look like, um, almost in scream fashion, where when Peter—Peter Peter was definitely one of them—when yeah. um, Peter is murdered in the basement, my other theory is that. Um, wait, wait, isn't one of the, isn't one of the killers in Scream named Billy? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I thought that it, because you don't see what happens in the basement, it makes me think that the, that Peter being murdered was murdered by the killer in the house. Right. Not by Jess. That no, I, I agree with that. And yeah. I think he's he's murdered in surprise. Yeah. I like yeah. He wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Wait, he he was he was mur- he was oh, okay, I see what you're saying. He was murdered in surprise. He's surprised that he was getting killed. That yeah, he's surprised that oh, he was no, getting, I'm getting murdered. murdered. Wee! Yeah. Um, it allows the, the killer who is inside the house yeah. to go free if they blame it on Peter. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They keep doing it again. And oh, there's a I sequel mean, that, bit. Yeah. Again, that's a poss- it is a possibility. Yeah. And it does kind of fix the whole he was at his recital during certain things. Right. Yeah. So. And they could have also killed the little girl as like a red herring. Right. Like yeah. we'll we'll yeah. do this one over here so their their attention is away from the house. The cops are over here. Yeah. So we can do our thing over here. Right, okay. 
Okay. I mean, let's see. That's yeah. that's where my brain goes, though. Wow. It's like I'm for trying to fill while. in the, the plot holes that yeah. I can find. For a little while, I thought it was the dad. Yeah. Yeah, not until they showed the the picture of the the guy killing Maru Kidder and he has yeah. a full head of hair. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I ain't the dad. I was like, yeah. I thought it was the dad. Like he's he's like cracked or something. No, like or... that. Well, like I kind of see your point, but that dad, like he has a very boring job that he takes way too seriously. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, or he's that know. one coworker that you're like, okay, buddy, we, you, yeah. you're up here. You're up here at about a nine. I'm gonna need you down here at about yeah. four. Yeah, can you act your wage? Yeah. A little, a little bit, you know, like, can you act your wage here? Like, okay, well, no, let's go ahead. We have to go ahead and get the insurance adjusted. It's like it's yeah, too early in the morning for this Yeah, he definitely sells boss. insurance. Yeah. He definitely yeah. sells insurance, or he's that, that dude in the office that has the abacus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> See, I could never have an abacus because I would just be constantly... I just play with it. Click, 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 stop it. I'm not sure how to use an abacus anyway. Me neither. I just shake it. Yeah. Where's Dan? There he is. There he is. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Should we get the Fantasy Cast? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we will take on Fantasy Casting, and we'll see you on the other side of 4041 Media. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com that's all squished together in one word and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's animal shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much and back to the show. And we're back. Yeah. Oh, well, I got one I gotta go with. Go for it. I got one too. Uh, Probably the same one I'm thinking of, so please, you first, my love. Billy is Kermit the Frog. Well, I mean, yeah, the voice works. Let's see. Oh, yeah. That's uh, That's up there. It's a 33. Yep. All right. Kermit the Frog here. Everybody else a Muppet? I I don't know. Should everyone be a Muppet now? You fucking pig cunts. Everybody's a Muppet except Margot (laughs) Kidd. I don't think... (laughs) Yeah, there has to be one human. You're a fucking pig cunt. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if there are that many female Muppets. Are there? There's Miss Piggy, there's well, yeah. Janice, yeah. Yeah. there's um, Skeeter, Scooter, Scooter, well, yeah. Scooter, Skeeter. Skeeter was made up for Muppet Babies. Yeah. She wasn't actually in the original Muppets. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Muppet Babies for life. Um, you know, you gotta, hey, shush, what's your problem? Come true. Sure, no, calm down. Yeah. He just did the launch thing. He does, yeah. isn't it yeah. funny? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I can't think of all that yeah. many. Female Muppets. I'm sure they're out there. I'm just not thinking of them. Well, we're not sure if Gonzo has an actual gender. Gonzo yeah. is a whatever. Yeah. Oh, and... Whatever's uh, are gender neutral. Jess yes. is Miss Piggy. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, oh. she would have to be. Oh, oh are you here? Oh, she would Who beat the... the fuck are you? She would beat the crap out of him with that poker. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a very different ending to the Miss Piggy would not put up with yeah. that oh, shit. What's what's um Gonzo's girlfriend's name? Camilla. Camilla. It's a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. She could be there too. Yeah. 
Well, what did you roll here? Chilled a 33. Okay. So, yeah, that happens. So, Miss Piggy's Jess and Kermit is Billy. Oh, okay. I love that one, but alternate universe, the killer is Adam Sandler. Oh, God, yes. It's not easy being Billy. Oh, my God, I could definitely... 13 on this end. It's a 28, so it doesn't beat it, but... Doesn't beat it, but you know. Oh it's yeah, a, it's a, this is Billy. I'm, I'm sorry. What's the matter with you? I'm gonna laugh at you. You want your fucking pick I don't know. That's honestly, I don't think we're changing the plot all that much. No, no. not at all. I like uh, the Muppet much better because I mean it didn't beat it, so that's okay. The voice gets all over the place. The Muppets <laughs> bleed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you stab them hard enough that you reach the puppeteer. They're like they're like bean bags. Like they they bleed the beans. <laughs> Oh, no. And then blood when you get to the bloody flesh center. Mm-hmm. Yes. The arm of the puppeteer. Ah, okay. The spine of the Muppet. Oh, the God. Arm. The whole sorority would just be totally different, really. Right. I think Miss Piggy would be Miss Mac. Which one's the younger... Yeah. Which one's the younger... Hey, Bruce, if you're here, you fucking Bruce! Stellan... <laughs> Oh, the younger Skarsgård? Because there are like three Skarsgårdians of the galaxy. The going one, on here. the um, one that, um, the one that's currently playing uh, in uh, the remake of the of uh, the Stand. That one, the one who played yes. in it. Uh, that's ah, uh, he's one of the Skarsgårdians. Um, uh, I could see him as Peter. Yeah. As if he, if he, as Pennywise, he did a wonderful, creepy job. So I could see him being, you know, cre- uh, creepy. Oh, yeah, I could Peter. definitely, I could definitely see that. Let's see, sixteen and six, six. so that's a twenty-two. 22. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we got, right. we got Peter recast as, All right. as one of the scars. <laughs> so does that mean does that mean Mrs. Mack is our, our patron saint of forty forty one media? Oh God, I have yes. one for him though. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I also have. Um, Please. Uh, Something about Barb reminded me of Alan Alda as Hawkeye. <laughs> Probably all the drinking. Yeah. Oh. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it, but yeah. Honestly, if this happened in a fraternity and it was a female serial killer, that shit would be awesome. Yeah. 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 Equal rights, damn it. <laughs> we want an equal violence. It's like, historically, there really aren't that many, you know... Well, there are, like, there are killer enough, nurse ladies like they're, they're out, They're out there, yes, but there's, but like, historically, there's, it's more well, male you, serial Well, killers. usually, when it comes to serial killers, there's usually a sexual aspect to it, uh, and that's mostly on dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it so hard not to be a sex fiend? This reminded me of my, my idea of, uh... Most of the dudes, they, yeah. they think with their penis. Yeah. <laughs> This reminded me of one of the ideas of MASH. What if uh, Hawkeye got beat up by one of the nurses he was trying to chase? And I just had an idea. Like, what if Flowers for Algernon was, like, a treatment for the penis? (laughs) What? Remember Flowers? We named named him Algernon? What? (laughs) You know, because remember they made the guy smarter? But what if they fixed his dick instead of his brain and made him not think... (laughs) Make make him think with a genius dick. (laughs) But then it um, went away. It's a end. different movie altogether. <laughs> that was a very different film. And it, it might not be. It might That's not be the not, genre we think. Honestly, it's not a bad idea for a no. porn. It really isn't. Say, it's a different genre than we think. It's, it, it's, it's really not a bad idea. It's more likely I to be on no porn. Fault in this. It's more likely to be on Pornhub than Netflix. Yeah, but, I, but that would actually be a decent like. You could, you could make it stupid, funny. Like, now I'm thinking of plots. Okay. <laughs> call plot it, away. Call it Deflower for Algernon. Oh, yes! 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 That would be beautiful! 
wonderful. I love the idea of lots of virgins, virgins everywhere. I love the idea of high concept porn. But yeah, uh, it's an art film. Excuse me. Um, sure, okay. It's, it's, it's an art film starring April O'Neil. Okay, this is a different movie. That's a different movie altogether. Yeah. Hawkeye is Barb. Okay. <laughs> Let's make these dorms co-ed, yo. That's a two. Oh, it does that's a four. Uh, no, they have okay. to save Hawkeye for something else, I think. Ah. Uh, Christopher walked in as the old man who shot the cop in the ass. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Because we're, we're not oh, 19. We're not completely convinced that's not Wait, just him in so real what, life. So, <laughs> what is, so does that make him Nash? Yeah. Well, see, that time it worked. That's an 18. No, and that's a, a that's, one. Yeah. So that's about Nash. No, he hit it to seven. Yeah, I hit it to oh, seven. It's a seven. Oh. Uh, it moves. It's a seven now. Is it just me or did Nash look like Uncle Martin from My Favorite Martian? Yeah. Kind of did. Yeah. yeah. Mixed with little William H. Macy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, fellatio. Oh, it's a sex thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, uh-huh, you figured that out. Oh, it's a, it's something he, dirty, isn't honestly, it? Honestly, I thought he knew what it was. We Martians when, don't need When fellatio. she said it, because he was looking at her like, what? Yeah. Fellatio? Oh, uh, it's like, you poor innocent moron. So, so wait a minute, you know, so uh, Nash is Ray Wollaston? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do that one. As Uncle Martin? Yeah. So he's got fucking powers now. Yeah, <laughs> And he thinks he's better than everybody else. Got a 16 and an 18. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Does he use his powers for anything, though? No. He's just trying to get him. home. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't we, use his powers for anything good, anyway. We Martians don't need fellatio. Well, you got no dick. <laughs> we sell fellatio. They're, they're, oh. like, they're like angels. Fellatio. They're as anatomically impaired as a Ken doll. <laughs> so all this talk of powers, I'm just thinking about is like, if I had superpowers, I'd be a, I'd be a supervillain. I have there's no doubt in my mm. mind. So we rewrote a movie and uh, wrote it, a porn plot at the same time. <laughs> I got another I idea. See this movie now. Now I want to see it too. I got another idea. Go for it. A genre change. Okay. <laughs> okay, we talked about this. This is good. Black exploitation Christmas. Oh yeah. lord. We got that's an 18. And that's a 12. Yeah. We gotta yeah. get fucking Dolomite and his ninja bitches in. <laughs> well see, if, if we're if we're following along on like the the uh, the porn plot and then black exploitation, you kinda mix it together. Yeah. It's like that Brazzers scene that they always make the meme out of. Yeah. It's like the one girl sitting on the couch and the four black guys around oh. her. Yeah. It's a real black Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible joke and I'm sorry. <laughs> Buddy, you're getting hung on the tree. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> he calls it the tree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, the oh, boom mic. Oh Why my God! Billy would be the fucking boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> the boom mic did it. He just <laughs> the, the, the boom mic. Damn, boom mic did it. Just boom. Bonk. Boom! That's the sound effect. It's a killer. Boom, I kill you. It's a killer. What? A mood killer. That's really unprofessional, The right? mic is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> the mic is coming from inside the house, but, but the paper isn't. The dick. The dick is coming. The mic did it. From inside the, the house. Did it. The mic did it. Ow. Oh, God. <laughs> so this movie was like. have a catchy funk thing. Yeah. This movie was like black exploitation, but edited like Dolomite. 
Well, the weird ass angles too. It's just this movie would be very different if every scene was at a Dutch angle. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. That Mrs. Mac just fell onto the spike. Yeah. It was yeah. the camera angle yeah. that yeah. did it. Yeah. You were learning. You were learning to spell your name. So wait. So if, if this is supposed to be like a weird like. I don't know what this is anymore. Exploitation thing now. <laughs> that means the peace sign is now like a religious thing. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> I can, you know, see, I can deal with love and peace when it's like that. I like the, that idea. The poster is now frontal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh god. Can't show penis in a movie. You can, but it can't be pointy. It can't be yeah. pointy, and yeah. if it is, it has to be a joke. Yep. It's. Uh, but you can show no. a whole you can show a whole woman. That's okay. Yeah. You can't well, I mean, show a penis. You've seen you've seen Watchmen. I have seen yeah. Watchmen. Yeah. It's like I saw it in the theaters. We That's like a six foot Johnson it. walking around yeah, on the but screen. It's, but it's it's not in an agitated state. Wait, wait, wait. No. Is it because it's blue? It doesn't count? Yeah. No, it's not <laughs> blood rules. It's fine because it's no. not in an agitated state. Yeah. See the, the best part when <laughs> I went to see it's angry. When I went to because see Because there is an angry penis. Trust me, I will show you the video. <laughs> no. When I when we when I went to see Watchmen, I went with my friend Jen. And the first time uh like uh Dr. Manhattan comes out and it's just like woof, just kind of like swinging. Both of us are just like, whoa, for entirely different reasons. <laughs> just like, whoa, I didn't expect that. And she's like, whoa, all right. <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> no one expects the Smurf blue penis. The giant blue penis. The, the Spanish Johnson. No, it needs another syllable. Is there a three syllable word for penis? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there is. Dingle <laughs> no one expects the Spanish dingaling. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, if we were talking about butts, it'd be a badonk donk. So. Yeah, yeah. Butts, These butts, are not the butts. hammer. <laughs> the hammer is my penis. The, ha- uh, the hammer is, is my penis. Uh, but I think that's pretty much that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's wrap up Black wow, Christmas. Yeah. Do we f- wow. <laughs> it's definitely a movie worth watching. I yeah. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And you know, longtime listeners will know I'm not good with horror movies. Exactly. Oh. So this one, this one no. I enjoyed. I still remember you told me one of the funniest stories about when you saw Halloween. Halloween. And Chino snuck up on me out of the darkness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Through the laptop, ran around the house, turning on all the lights. So funny. It's oh like, I gotta God. do a lap. I'm fine. I'm fine. It was so funny because Chino came barreling ass out of that room. It's like, oh God, what did I do? Yeah, just don't expect it to be like super fast paced or anything. But no. it's not no. slow either. It's just. No, it's. it's I would say, say relaxed. There's a different. There's a, there's a, a decent amount of setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're sort of learning about the characters, but not in a total ex. You know, let's basically do the entire uh, exposition right yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, it's believable for the time period. Yeah. It really, really puts you right in the state. It's and we, really good. We didn't bring him up in the in, in the review because he's just kind of there for two scenes. But I think my favorite character has got to be Grumpy Hungover Santa. Oh yeah! Oh shit! Oh shit! Fuck off, kid! Isn't that like uh, Phil's boyfriend or something? Yeah. Maybe. Something I'm like not a hundred percent sure. All, it he's, just he's, he's got magnificent poofy hair. He yeah. looks like fucking Ron Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. A bit. I said that. Yes. A bit. Yes. But yeah, I, I identify with him. It's like ho ho, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> 
Some right. believable, some Santa with black hair and a white beard. And yeah. swearing at children. I yep. think that was great. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to uh, have our friend uh, Bill McClintock, uh, who has a mashup, Mariah Manson, All I Want for Christmas is the Beautiful People. And folks, I uh, just say you have a wonderful time. What's next week? Uh, next week, I'd, I had looked it up and I lost it. Uh, we will post it because it's going to take me a minute to find Doesn't it. Doesn't it depend on chronological order? Uh, yeah, the one I found was 1980, so it could work out. Oh, okay. For mine, it could be a different one. We'll look it up. We'll let you know. Watch our feed. Okay. All right, guys. Be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good.